Hey everybody, I'm Eric and this is Today I Watched. We're in week 23 of 2018. This is part 4 of that week. And today I watched New Japan Pro Wrestling Dominion and I just got home from seeing Ocean's 8. Uh, no spoilers for Ocean's 8. Uh, I, let, let's start off by talking about that a little bit. Um... I loved it. It was awesome. I've been looking forward to it for a long time. Uh, I love all the other Oceans films. Oceans 11 through 13. And um, this was... Uh, yeah, it, it met my expectations, even exceeded them. It was so much fun. Everybody in it was a lot of fun to watch. A great cast. Um, it was directed by Gary Ross, who I'm not familiar with on the top of my head, off the top of my head. Um... Oh, he did... Where's director credits? Lots of writing credits. Twice as many writing credits as, as the other. He uh, he directed the first Hunger Games, um, which is, uh, uh, is in the top two, I'd say, of the best Hunger Games movies. Um, and he also... Seabiscuit, Pleasantville, uh, Free State of Jones. So, anyway... Um, the the all the cast was so much fun to watch uh sandra bullock is awesome why do you say her name like that sandra bullock is is awesome um as is kate blanchett and um and hathaway mindy kaling sarah paulson aquafina rihanna and helen 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 trying to say her name too fast helena bonham carter they're all so much fun to watch um, and, uh, all the people who they're pulling the heist on were, were great too. And, uh, yeah, I don't want to get too much into it. There's, uh, a couple of characters that I wasn't expecting to see that were a delight. Um, and, uh, the whole thing, it's, um, let, well, let, let's just read the very short IMDb summary. If you haven't heard about this film, the, I, well, Go check, go watch it if you like heist films. If you haven't heard about it, don't learn anything about it. Just go see it. Um, anyway, uh, Debbie Ocean, who is the brother of Danny Ocean, George Clooney's character from the other films, uh, gathers an all-female crew to attempt an impossible heist at New York City's yearly Met Gala. So, there you, there you go. Go check it out. It's It's so much fun. Um, I still haven't seen Hotel Artemis. I might see that later today or maybe tomorrow. Also action point. I want to see before I'm out and about around the country where, uh, it's, it'll have, I'll have less time to, to sneak away to see a movie. But, um, so, uh, I'll, I might have a review just for those or I'll, I'll combine them with, uh, with Monday's episode about raw. Okay. Ocean's eight. It's Ocean's Great. Now let's talk about Dominion 6-9 in Osaka Joe Hall. This took place on June 9th, 2018 at the Osaka Joe Hall in Osaka. And uh, what number of this... How many Dominions have there been so far? Um, this is the 10th. So uh, this is the first one that I've watched. I'm sure I've seen clips and stuff from matches from previous uh, Dominions, but uh, with 
some of the matches that we're, uh, we're getting hyped up on here. I have been following being the elite. So uh, all of the, the Bullet Club matches, I knew that those were going to happen. And then uh, just the, the general murmurings of Chris Jericho versus Tetsuya Naito. I thought, I got to check that out. And honestly, I didn't even realize that it was for the Intercontinental Championship. Because um, I don't really follow... The last show that I watched from New Japan was Wrestle Kingdom. So I only know bits and pieces between then and now. Oh, of course. I, I was at Strong Style Evolved in Long Beach, California. But um, but no, no title changes or anything happened there. And only a little bit of like story took place. But uh, yeah, so I, I'm generally only aware of the Bullet Club stuff. And, uh, and so some of these other championship matches, these other matches in, in general, I, I wasn't too familiar with, uh, what's going on with everybody, but, uh, yeah, let's talk about, I'll just go right on down the card. Um, uh, apologies in advance for my poor pronunciation of some of the Japanese names and maybe some of the non-Japanese names, um, that uh, I did not take notes or anything about this whole night. So uh, as, as things pop into my head, I'll, I'll say them uh, what I remember from each match and all that. Uh, so we opened up with the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championship. Uh, we have the champions Suzuki Gun, uh, which consisted of El Desperado and Yoshinobu Kanemaru. Uh, they uh, successfully defended the championship against Rapungi 3K's show and yo so um yeah this is a, a fun match to start start the night um i don't remember a whole lot from it except there were uh, some shenanigans that had to take place in order for uh desperado to get the win at the end um oh i can't there was i i really like the i remember that i really liked the ending but i can't remember what it was oh man Okay, so I had been awake when this show started. I fully had the intention of, oh, I'll take a nap in the evening and then I'll be able to be no problem staying up for the whole night and watching all this. I did not do that. So I had already been up all day by the time this started. Uh, I woke up at like 12 noon and uh, this started at 1 p.m. here in Mountain Time. So I was uh, I was pretty exhausted. I was even contemplating just not watching and watching in the morning, but it would be nearly impossible to resist the temptation to see spoilers and stuff. So um, I toughed it out. It was a little bit tough in the first half of the show. Actually, like the first two thirds of the show, it was uh, it was tempting a few times, but things kept happening that kept me interested. And uh, it kept me going. By the end of the night, I was so, so excited. And um, I actually didn't end up going to bed until a, a while after the, the show ended. Um, it helped that they had like a press conference afterwards and stuff. And that was fun to watch. But um, anyway, so needless to say, um since I've already said what happens in the first match, or rather the result of the first match, um, spoilers for Dominion. Um, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about who won everything. Uh, the second match was a, uh, a a tag team match between Juice Robinson and David Finlay as a team versus the Chaos team of Jay White and Yoshihashi. And uh, I think it was Juice who won the match by pinning Jay White. That's right. It felt like this was a setup to get um, uh, that we may see Juice Robinson challenge Jay White for the uh, United States Championship. And uh, I think that would be pretty cool. I, I, I liked everybody in action in this match. Um, and then next, another Suzuki Gun team, uh, Minoru Suzuki and Zack Sabre Jr. defeated the Chaos team of Tomohiro Ishii and Toru Yano. Yano. Um, so uh, Zack Sabre Jr. is really freaking good. Suzuki is really fun to watch too. But Zack Sabre Jr. was is... I don't even know how to, how to describe him. I enjoy every match that I I've seen him in. Uh, I was fortunate um, to be fortunate enough to be able to see him uh, wrestle live. Um, well, I saw him in uh, Long Beach, but I also got to see him at a Progress show. Um, I think he fought Walter. In um, no, what was or was he? Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure he fought Walter. Anyway, every match that I've seen him in, I've enjoyed so much. He has, uh, just the way he carries himself alone gets me interested. in like, okay, this guy, uh, I, I kind of hate him, but he's he's so good. That's like, that's, that is the way he should be <laughs> um, carrying himself. Anyway, um... Yeah, this this match was fun. Every single match, as like I I, I figured there's going to be something I'm not very interested in, but no, it kept building and building and building. So much, so much fun and excitement. Um, so uh, let's see. I think it was, I forget who got who uh, got the win out of that. Um, as far as which team member, um, defeated which team member. But uh, Suzuki Gun, Minoru Suzuki, and Zack Sabre Jr. won that match. Um, up next, we had a three-way championship match for the Never Openweight Championship. Uh, this was uh, the defending champion, Haruki Goto, versus Taichi and Michael Elgin. And I don't remember a whole lot of this. Um, there were so like all of the matches were tag team matches so far. So in the in the moment when there was a uh, powerbomb superplex thing that um, Michael Elgin edged in on um, to take out both of his opponents, I thought, wait, wait, that hurts his partner more than anything. And I was like, no, wait, that's not his. That's not his partner. They're both his opponents. So um, yeah, I guess that that's the. That's the uh, disadvantage of so many tag team matches that you might get mixed up in a re- in a multi-man match a little bit. But uh, Michael Elgin won and is the new Never Openweight Champion. So that's pretty exciting. Um, I, I don't know if I've seen him fight before or anybody in this match, actually. 
But um, yeah, it was, it was decent. It was pretty good. Uh, the next match was for the IWGP Tag Team Championship. The Young Bucks newly minted ta- uh, heavyweight tag tag team. Um, it's a weird way to say that. Um, recently upgraded to the heavyweight division. Anyway, uh, they faced the um the defending champions Sonata and Evil of IDJ. Um, not sorry, Lij. There's a line break. I missed. I went for it. I'm saying that because I I am not certain of my pronunciation skills of um the the second word in their faction name and i screwed it up anyway son of a gun anyway this match was pretty pretty great i enjoyed it um lots of uh like like holy crap moment moments like what is going on here um and uh are they even gonna be able to pull this out off did they actually just do that i can't believe it and i can't remember specific things off the top of my head other than um uh was it nick's uh nick's foot nick's leg um taking quite the beating the entire the entire match but they pulled it off I was very happy to see the young bucks get what they're going after. They're uh they're solidly in the heavyweight division as they are now the heavyweight tag team champions. Um even though the he- heavyweight isn't in the name of it. So yeah, go check that match out. It's great. And then we had a six-man tag team match um bullet clubs cody hangman page and marty skrull defeated hiroshi tanahashi jushin thunder liger and Rey mysterio jr uh this was after uh some shenanigans some antics to be able to pull off that win and it was um who got the win is either page or uh marty i know they they uh that they pinned Liger. I can't remember which one of them did it. Anyway, some interesting stuff happened in, in this match, um, but uh, it didn't it didn't blow me away or anything. Um, but uh, it was it was nice to see all these guys uh, in the in the ring together. Uh, there are a couple of of teased six one nines, and I was starting to get upset with with the Bullet Club team for constantly interrupting it and keeping it from happening. But uh, eventually, uh, it got both Paige and Marty with a double six one nine, and uh, that was that was pretty cool. Um, then the three the next three matches were fantastic, and I thought after the the first one, I was like, man, there's no way that 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 could be topped. That was so entertaining. And awesome. Um, although it, it could be argued earlier in the day, I did catch up and saw the um, the final match of Best of Super Juniors 25, where Hiromu Takahashi won that um, 
that event. And uh, that was an amazing match. Uh, so compared to that, this you know this this match wasn't that good, but compared to everything else on this night, this was the best so far. I thought it was uh, Hiromu Tagashi challenging the defending champion Will Ospreay for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship, and right off the bat, this what probably probably the most memorable moment of the night for me was. Uh, was uh osprey just just flips runs down the ramp and flips at takahashi um who's uh standing by the guardrails and continues to roll forwards after the flip that was just bonkers like just straight away just going bringing out the big guns and there's all kinds of crazy stuff throughout the match but ultimately Takahashi won. He is the new junior heavyweight champion. And um, yeah, I'm excited to see what happens next. Because, uh, uh, okay, I, I've mentioned this before, but I have tickets for uh, the G1 special in in San Francisco at the Cow Palace. And uh, with everything that's happened here, I believe that's the next big show and uh there's gonna be all kinds of cool stuff going on because uh, you know we're gonna see all these champions in action whether they're, they're defending their championships or not um i don't think anything officially has been announced the the seeds have been planted though i'm sure um so yeah the the junior heavyweight championship match fantastic i'm, I'm giving like that the like uh, bon appetit hand sign thing or, <laughs> or or whatever you can't see it but anyway um and then our uh first of the co-main events i believe they're being called co-main events for this the uh iwgp intercontinental championship was on the line when defending champion tatsuya naito faced the goat uh chris jericho and I, I had like no expectations at all about this match. I just thought, hey, this is gonna be cool. I saw some of the setup for it when he was in. He was in the very tight lucha mask. He attacked Naito a few weeks ago. Um, this 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 would be cool. I didn't even realize that it was a championship match. And uh, so I had. As it was happening, it's like, hold on. Let me look at that. Let me look at that lineup again. Oh, he, this is a championship match. Um, before the bell even started, Chris Jericho just goes on the attack, brutalizes his opponents. Uh, Naito gets zero offense in for the first however many minutes of this match, which don't even match, don't even count for the runtime. I think. Um, so even though uh, the official time is 17 minutes and 16 seconds, I don't think the match officially started until Jericho had been wailing on him for like five minutes or so. Uh, Naito got his his eye cut open. Um, this other side of his face got cut later on in the match. Um, it was so different from anything else on the card. It was just brutal. 
there's violence uh jericho is a an, an evil madman and um and 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 he won he won the intercontinental championship 10-time intercontinental champion well i mean this is the first time in new japan pro wrestling but that's so awesome and uh yeah i'm excited to see what happens next if he if jericho then loses his next uh his first title defense you know it's still super memorable and uh a super awesome to thing to 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 say that you've you've been able to do um and uh i'm assuming that we're going to get that match in san francisco on july 7th i think that's when that is so i yeah i'm i'm super excited for that um i can't remember any other real specifics uh jericho's entrance gear you know weird uh, clockwork orange inspired of course um but uh the 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 eye the eye makeup i think was the 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 what did it in i think what made it the most weird is that it was much more simple than um maybe it could have been it should have been i don't know but it was it was it was an awesome match and i enjoyed it and uh it was it's super excited in the end um so so at this point thought man all these championships have changed hands and i'm not even familiar with any of the story with most of the storylines coming into this but i'm like so hyped up about all of this um and even the championship that didn't change hands i thought that was uh pretty cool that uh it continued their their story from what i could glean from it and um and and then it was time for the no time limits two out of three falls match for the iwgp heavyweight championship main events champion kazushika okada versus challenger kenny omega um i have seen a couple of their previous matches i don't know if i've seen all three but uh man i i think there's i don't think there's anybody who didn't think this is a weird way to say this um i don't think anybody was was gonna think that this was gonna be gonna be a bad match at all i think everybody was looking forward to this match and it was pretty fantastic um there were uh some of the things in some in a lot of these matches you kind of see the same reversal quite a few times and that was the case with this match but for an hour and five minutes that's gonna happen so like in retrospect like each time a reversal of the um the rainmaker happens it was usually into a, a suplex like a german suplex or something like that um so uh every time it happened i was like okay okay it's the same same thing okay i'm, I'm not trying to get down on it i'm saying that that was the only thing that was in, even remotely uh negative going through my head through this whole match and looking back on it it's like 
No, that's that's fine. They went for over an hour. There's going to be they can't do something brand new every 10 seconds. Um so it's it, it, it's 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 fine. It's still one of the best if not the best match that I've seen. Technically three matches because they had a break after each pinfall, but um Okada starts out um a good like 30 minutes into it. He he finally gets the first pinfall. Um and then we get a little break, 2 minute break and then uh Omega is able to to pull it out by the end and get two two of his own pinfalls, and um, there, yeah, it's an hour long match, and I didn't take notes, so there, there's so much stuff that happened throughout it. There's stuff outside of the ring. There's stuff inside of the ring that was great. There's stuff from inside to outside, and from outside to inside. It's the most general. Like, did did he even see the match? Did he even watch it? He's not saying anything specific about it. Um, I can't even think of... I, I can't think of like my favorite moments because so much of it is great. I mean, the ending was fantastic. And after the win was great that the Young Bucks came out uh, to congratulate uh, Kenny. Um, and uh, he, he ignores the presentation of the championship to give them a hug first. And it's like, all right, here we go. The elite is fine. And uh, the press conference af- afterwards, uh, he basically officially announces that they are these four because uh, Kota Ibushi is at ringside for the match. The Young Bucks were not. They were back in the back. In the back. But uh, the, the four of them says, we got the Young Bucks. We've got the, the Golden Lovers the golden elite of course they already have t-shirts out um i if they have any at cow palace i'll probably buy one there uh because i'll be out of town ordering one online seems a little bit dicey i think but um oh yeah the whole build up of this and then the the story after the actual match was really cool um I was trying to kill time to think of some specifics that I want to talk about, but uh, I was thinking about the other stuff that I was actually talking about, and it didn't work for buying some time. But um, yeah, there are some table actions. I uh, some table action, which um, I thought was interesting that uh, it didn't warrant disqualification or anything like that. Um, I wasn't sure if there was any special stipulation for it or if the specific way that he was using the the table didn't count for that because he it, he wasn't swinging the table at um at okada he uh, set the table on him and then stomped the table which i think would actually hurt less technically than if you're stomping him directly because you're stomping directly then the all that force is in the 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 area of your the soles of your feet or even like the the like the the toes of your feet but if you have that whole table then that same force gets spread out across the entire table but of course that that uh depends on what the table is up against things like that um but uh in any way 
maybe that method of using the table um, is okay. Or um, or uh, Red Shoes just didn't want to end the match due to some some s- circumstantial, uncircumstantial, in, uh, inconsequential business such as the tables or whatnot. Anyway, um, oh, that that's one of the moments was a, uh, and this may have been helped by the expectation of a uh, German suplex counter to the uh, to the Rainmaker, but the Rainmaker countered into a very fast one winged angel, um, or I, I would say it was even like a, a no winged angel because uh, he didn't even have time to get the entire setup for it. But uh, that was super cool. Um, the Kenny's dive to the outside um, towards the ramp was absolutely beautiful. And I'm sure that there is a, a photograph and screenshots of it all over the place already. Um, and I, I might make that um, once I find, once I come across an image of that, or maybe capture it myself, um, that, that would make a fine, a mighty fine um phone wallpaper or ipad or or pc or mac or whatever device has wallpaper functionality anyway um yeah i guess that was probably the two most memorable oh how did i forget this that's the thing that got me going the loudest it was like 5 a.m 5 15 a.m whatever um when this happened and uh my bedroom is has a shared wall with the next apartment which i assume is also a bedroom um on the other side and uh i was i was watching it um in there and uh kenny omega hits a, a styles clash and i it, <laughs> that was the loudest i got the entire night that i was i i like yelped i went i was like oh yeah yeah or whatever um and it was like clapping really loudly, and uh, I'm sure that had to have woken up somebody next door if they were they're sleeping. It's a Saturday morning; they were probably sleeping. So I felt a little bit bad about that, but uh, not for for like a split second because I felt so good having seen that happen. Man, so uh, yeah, this whole show was so good. And I, I enjoyed every match and, uh, I kind of, I don't know if it, it, I'm sure if I followed everything, I would still enjoy every match just as much or even more. But I wonder if only watching these big shows, um, in a way helps to enjoy them more in a different way. Um, so, uh, but I think this will remain, as speculation, um, as there's, uh, I've set on the path at least through SummerSlam, hence maybe Survivor Series to to follow everything um, in WWE, um, and if I'm doing that, it becomes it becomes really hard to to stay caught up with anything else as far as wrestling goes, um, other than just the big shows. So. Um, most likely the next thing that i will watch from new japan 
is the show that will be at in person at the cow palace um so stay tuned for an episode of that in approximately one month almost exactly one month one month minus two days and um in the meantime uh i'll i'll be at money in the bank and take over chicago too Um, that's gonna be fun and i will also be not that next um ron smackdown but the next ones after that in southern california i'll be at those raw and smackdown shows um which will also include main event and 205 live so i will have episodes about that from in person um and whatever i watch on television look for all of those episodes um if there's anything especially if it's on streaming and stuff um that uh and especially if it's something that's more listenable than watchable um that i could get a really good idea of what's going on by uh not actually watching the screen very much be it like a documentary or something like that recommend stuff for me to watch um if it's a downloadable thing on netflix even bigger of a plus um as i will be on the road for uh, a good part of the next few weeks um driving driving around sitting around and driving around some more and uh doing some other stuff so uh that's it for this special part four of week 23 of 2018 um let me know what you thought about new japan pro wrestling dominion 69 i don't know if that's how they uh, how you're supposed to say it is it 6.9 i mean it's the date i know that but um that's a pretty good number so that's a, a fitting number for how great this was anyway let me know what you thought about dominion and if you've seen oceans 8 let me know what you thought about that i um i don't know if i'll have time to see it again but i would definitely enjoy seeing it again and if that's the case if i do see it in the theater again i'm gonna do a spoiler episode um and it might call for bringing back the uh the long um neglected heist night episodes so um you know check it out if i do that so um tweet me at tiw podcast go to today i watched.com for more reviews if you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site please share some links with your friends subscribe in itunes write a review in itunes you can also subscribe on spotify and support the show even more at patreon.com slash today i watched thanks for tuning in and i'll be back real soon with something in week 24 of 2018 bye